Welcome to the Young, Dumb, and Love podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. Our goal is to help equip you to have a marriage that is better than you have ever imagined by sharing real life experiences, getting into the nitty gritty, and sharing practical ways you can start today. Let's dive in. Are you a business owner or a church leader and are in need of custom graphics to get your brand or message out there? This is for you. Crackle is a full-service marketing company that knows the importance of your messaging, and they're running a special for unlimited graphics, no contract necessary, for $5.49 a month. Easter graphics, brand awareness, leveling up your look? Visit crackle.io for more info and details. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to Young, Dumb, and In Love. <laughs> no. Yes. That's not... <laughs> nope. Yes. <laughs> See, this is one of the greatest things about marriage. I typically do things and she looks at me and goes, no. No, not, okay, no. not typically. No, just don't. Sometimes. No, Julian, stop. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's wrong? We're having fun. This is exciting. <clears throat> but we're back for another episode of Young, Dumb, and in Love. We're yep. so grateful that you guys are here to listen and be a part of the conversation. And thank you so much for following along and being a part of what we're doing here. And we're excited to see the future and all that God has in store for your marriage. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. <clears throat> what did okay. you do with today? My... Today might be a feisty oh. day. I don't know if we're gonna no, me? have some fun. Me? Yeah. No, I'm not feisty. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. No. Absolutely. Just okay. Joking. I got you. I hear you. There was little mini ear. Well. Well, I took them our off. Our five year old. Yes. She's been home for like a week because she was sick, and then yes. they have no you know, school. No school. <clears throat> excuse me and so she was in here like taking pictures beforehand she, i need to take pictures of you guys for young so, dumb and love it's so cute it's so so cute maybe one of these days we'll interview them i think especially elsie a hundred percent she's h- hilarious she cracks <clears throat> me up Sorry, every like, single time stop coughing okay we've been super busy we've had cheer yeah, competitions we've been traveling we've been doing yeah. all kinds of stuff uh, but we always want to make sure that we find time to come here and record a podcast with you guys. Uh, we've had a couple of weeks of talking about infidelity and the yeah. the process of um, recovering from that, yeah. how to restore your marriage um, after that happens. And I think it's so important that we have at least one more week to, to kind of break it down just a little bit of, of things that you can do to make sure that your marriage has a place that's safe um, for restoration so that yeah. you can grow more in your marriage and be closer to each other um, and never allow this to happen again you yeah. know and so we we truly believe in restoration first we above do. everything else um, and we know you know every situation is different yep. and there's always going to be different stories of what people go through and we're not saying it's for everyone but we do encourage that hey God can make anything happen in any mm-hmm. marriage. And so yeah. we want to push and always encourage people to have yeah. restoration in their marriage, especially after infidelity. Yeah. Well, in the episode right before this one, so if you haven't heard that one, it's all about what do you do like immediately following discovery? Like as soon as you find out, right? So you just found out. Um, and then we really wanted to talk about because that one felt, I mean, obviously this topic is not necessarily a shiny topic. It's not something really anyone wants to talk about. Um, but someone needs to talk about it. But that's yeah, why someone we are needs here. to talk about it. <laughs> and then also just kind of taking it farther. Like what does it look like if you, you know, stick through it? What does a success story look like? What yeah. did it take for one to become that? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have notes and we, a lot of these I actually 
well, one, I, you know, they're from years of experience, like working with couples who, um, you know, are walking through it yeah. and having that, like, um, those conversations. And then as well as a couple that I specifically know and asking them, like, give me what you would tell a couple sitting in that position. Yeah. Um, you know, now they, they had this happen to them. I think it's been about eight years now. Wow, and I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Ago. And they're still married. They're together. And they their would say, better than ever. yeah, they would say that their marriage is actually better than it was before this happened. Yeah. So I thought, you know what, like I'm going to glean from them and really share with you guys what that looks like, you know, and we've had a lot of questions, yep. a lot of people, you know, obviously if you are walking through this, no, you're not alone mm -hmm. because I mean, the feedback we've gotten since really discussing this topic is like, yeah, a lot. like it's <laughs> happening a lot. In yeah. fact, I think I told you, I'm, I remember like looking at you and be like, I honestly, like I knew that it happened a lot, yeah. but like this is a huge eye opener because we are yeah. getting so many DMs from yeah. people that this is happening to. Yeah. And it's like almost like a normal a very normalized thing in our world today. Mm -hmm. And because we've never experienced it, um, and we've obviously canceled and helped people through it, but it, we don't see it in the nitty gritty as much. Um, and all of a sudden, as now that we're talking about it, people are coming out. Well, people don't want to talk about it though. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you might even be close to someone and they've walked through it, but they'd have never told you yeah. about it, you know? So that's what we're talking about today. Um, so the first thing that I will say, and this is like huge. You have got to get into counseling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you can listen to podcasts. You can read all For the sure. right books. You can do all the things, but get into counseling because yeah. they're going to walk you through every tiny step. Like you can listen to the, I mean, they're beneficial, mm -hmm. you know, the information that we'll give, or if you read a book or watch other you know, whatever, like get other resources, but getting with a counselor who's going to sit down with you individually or with you and your spouse and walk through every single thing with you alongside you, like this is vital. And this yeah. is definitely, um, the number one thing, um, you know, that the couple I spoke with, they're like counseling. Yeah. It was, it is what saved our marriage sure. aside. Of course they credit and we'll talk about this number one for them is Jesus a hundred percent. Like to them, they were like, honestly, our, both of our relationships with the Lord. Yeah. Like without that, they're like, we don't know if we would be still married today. Yeah. You know, but they're like, and second to that was getting into counseling for sure. And, and to pig, piggyback on the counseling thing, it's so important that you find a counselor who believes in restoration. Yes. There's a lot of counselors who out there would just look at you in the eyes and be like, yeah, you guys aren't meant for each other. You should just split up. And we've seen that. And, um, you'll, you'll see it in TV a lot. I don't know if like, if you pay attention to that kind of stuff, but I do like I, when I'm, I'm always listening and seeing how people are communicating when it comes to marriage, um, marriage in the entertainment world In the entertainment world will a lot of times just like, what? well, you don't have to stay together so you can make the choice to just leave. Yeah. And yes, that's true, but that's not what we're trying to encourage here. We're trying to encourage you to, to build towards restoration. So find a counselor who's going to help you understand that it's, you can have restoration in your marriage. Um, and that they're going to work towards that. They're not yeah. going to just be like, you guys should just give up on each other and move on because yeah. this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, we believe if you, if you love that person, you can make it work. And yeah. there's a way and a will to, to have restoration in your marriage. Yeah. Well, and you know, like this is something I think is really, I, I don't remember when I really like 
<laughs> our kids are home. <laughs> they loud. probably can't hear them anyways. Um, it's okay. You like time is going to pass no matter what. Yeah. So like the time is going to pass. And so you get to choose what you're doing while that time is passing. Oh, that's so good. get into counseling, start to work towards restoration, like avoiding it or not working towards something like you're just going to sit stalemate. You yeah. know what I mean? And so the time is going to pass period. For we sure. all know it. Time is a thief. It just comes and yep. it keeps gone. moving. Yep. Um, the time is going to pass. And so work, what do you want to work towards? Yeah. You know, and the couple, you know, like one thing too that they said, and we'll talk about this some more is that both part, like both husband and wife have to decide that they want the marriage to work Yes. for these steps to, you know, to work. Yeah. Um, you know, both parties have to, cause being on the same page is going to be vital to the process. For sure. Um, and that's why we say getting counseling. Yeah. Because having someone alongside you who's really like asking those tough questions yeah. with you, getting face to face with you, um, and helping to navigate like those emotional times with you for sure is going to be so, so important. And maybe you go to one counselor and you're like, mm, that didn't work, but like get a counselor, ask like friends, family, if you're a part of a church, go and ask the receptionist at the church or yeah. the pastor or whoever that is. Yeah. I know that when we worked at churches, we had like resources, resources yeah. and we would help people get connected with a counselor, help yep. them make appointments with the counselor. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Like it really doesn't. It doesn't matter because invest. This is going to sound so bad. There's going to be a cost, no matter what. If you decide to get divorced, you're going to be paying be a for cost. that. You yeah. know what I mean? Emotionally, physically, financially. And so do everything you can. So get into counseling. Um, yeah. Same goal, having the same goal. Yeah. Um, but with the couples counseling, it's so important also to do individual counseling. So, yeah. um, you're going to do it together. You're going to have, be in there as a couple, but don't just do that. You yeah. like the man needs to sit down and have a, a real, uh, straight up conversation by themselves, get it all on the table, you know, do whatever they can. The woman, same thing, and then come together and work those things out together, you know? So it's important to do both, mm -hmm. um, together and separate. Yeah. 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 Well, and, um, like you're so funny. I'm sorry. In with you. Uh, <laughs> the one thing too, when we were, when I was talking and kind of just doing, you know, my due diligence to share from an experienced couple that talked about it is the importance of that original disclosure, mm -hmm. um, which we did talk about, uh, last in the episode. last episode and how important it was to put all those cards out on the table. Um, and like, especially when you do meet with the counselor, like yeah. get it all out there because it was more painful to find things out after. Yep. Um, and then at some point, at that point, like you're deciding to move forward. Yeah. And that's going to be the hard part. Now, I think it's hard for people because like, well, moving forward, like, do I just forget? Do I just move on? No, no. moving forward. Like, okay, this happened. We've acknowledged it. We know we, we see it. There's a lot to work through, but we have decided to move toward the goal of restoration and staying in this marriage. For sure. So then it has to be going forward. Does that mean it's not going to come up? Absolutely not. It's going to come up. There's going to be days or times where it's going to rear its ugly head. That is the way that the enemy likes to work as bring things up yep. that are hard and that yep. hurt and insecurities. And that's the importance of the counseling, Yeah, you know? And, um, 
So that original disclosure of like, here's everything, it's on the table. The other person knows what they're dealing with. Yeah. Both parties, you know, here it is. This is everything we're dealing with. Yeah. Now it's time to move forward. Yeah. And this does not work if you hold things back. Yeah. You can't move forward if you're always holding something behind your back. So yeah. when we say lay it out all on the table, lay it all out on the table, put everything out there for them. Don't hide anything else because all that's going to do is cause more distress because it's going to come out later. And then all of a sudden your spouse is going to look at you and say, wow, I thought we laid it all on the table, but there's yeah. still more. Wow. You know, so it's always best just from, from the very beginning, disclose yeah. everything, put yeah. everything on the table. Yeah. Well, and one thing too, and we talked about this in the last episode, um, they attributed a lot of like the healing of like it was he was the one who um was the offender i guess we've referred to it as the one who committed the infidelity he went away mm -hmm. and they both say that they feel like that was a huge huge part of their healing as a marriage because yeah. it was a huge part of healing for him, for him. Yeah. they did a lot of work um you know on the things that like what got him to that place. Yeah. Um, so the going away, like he went away for, I think it was like a long weekend, um, was a huge thing. So yeah. that was a big thing. They were like, man, if the, you know, if the couple has an opportunity, even if it's like he does something and then she does something vice versa, yeah. you know, looking at those resources. And the great thing is like a counselor or a local church is going to kind of have like maybe something. resources for that. Um, and so looking into that and saying yeah. like, okay, what opportunity to get away um, and being surrounded by people who can encourage you, yeah. you know what I mean? Which was huge. Um, and this was something I thought about last time cause, and I don't want to like, it's like kind of a sensitive way. So like, hear me like before you get like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe she just said that. Like, <laughs> like hear this. So obviously we say, and I, we've said this last time and I fully believe this, that like the offender, the one who committed the infidelity is the one in this moment that like they are responsible for it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that both parties aren't going to have like some serious like soul for sure. work for the marriage to continue to work. Not that the other person like did something wrong, but there's going to be things that come up that yeah. even the person that it happened to is going to be like, man, I need to heal this in me. Maybe it's not even necessarily like intertwined with the infidelity, sure. but it's like, wow, I can't keep carrying this in to our new marriage. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like as we go into this new marriage of like both still the same people, not yeah. like a brand new marriage, Yep. but as you restore what was like, I have got to heal some things in myself too, Yeah. you know? And so being open to that work, like, okay, yeah, they're going to be working on them. Like mm -hmm. the one who is the offender, but I'm going to start working on the things I need to work yeah. on too, you know? And so that was a big thing that even this couple said, like that, you know, she was like, I, she goes, I grew in my relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I healed a lot of like some inner child things that yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, or in some deep insecurities. Yep. And she goes, and I learned so much about myself, you know, um, which is just so like, we obviously know that it doesn't like infidelity doesn't come from God, like, because he's not, that's not what he does, but he will take every single thing and turn it for his glory and yeah. like grow somebody through something. Sure. Even if he didn't do it to them, he yep. will bring them through it, yeah. you know? And so, um, yeah. well, I would attribute, I would attribute the, the, the success of them coming back from it 
to the inner work that they each did. You uh-huh. know, yeah. like, yeah. yes, they did work together. Uh, yeah. And that absolutely. was great. Absolutely. And it helped them a lot. But at the end of the day, mo- most of the inner work that you do inside of yourself after a situation like this, and you can bring healing to your personal self. Yeah. It's going to make you a better husband. It's going to make you absolutely. a better wife. And yeah. it's going to allow you guys to come back from infidelity to restoration that allows you to go to new heights of your marriage because you're a better person because you did the work to become a better person. And when you work on yourself, we always talk about this even just in marriage in general, not even infidelity, but in marriage in general, it's so important to always be working on yourself first. So if you, you feel like your marriage isn't going well, there's things that you're struggling with that you guys are struggling with. Always start with yourself, make the difference inside of yourself first, and then move and say, Hey, would you like to go along on this journey with me? It's the same thing with this, their success really, it comes down to the personal growth that they did on their own. And then they brought it in to their marriage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a hundred percent true. I'm like, yeah, it's so good. Okay. So, um, so yeah. the next thing is they need to decide to move forward. Like we have to yeah. make the decision that we're going to move, which we talked about forward. I mentioned that. Yeah. But you have to make that decision like together yeah. say, yeah. okay, look at, we're going to do this together yeah. and we're going to move forward together. That doesn't mean that when you sometimes old feelings and old thoughts might come up, but we have to figure out a way to combat those things so that we can continue to move forward. Um, that's one thing that even they've dealt with is there would be little triggers that happen, right? Always. And the trigger might make the other, the, not the offender, but the one who, um, was on the other side, like feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm insecure. Um, there's something there. I don't know what's going on. And then he, he just responds with, Hey, what can I do? Let's pray. Let's do this. Like there's always something that they can do and go back to, to help them come back to where they were. Um, even when those triggers happen in their relationship. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is a great question to ask yourself. Like, okay, if you, if you're dedicated to making it work, like you're both decide, like we want to move forward. We want to stay in this marriage. We believe that we can do this. Like, and this is hard because right now you're in the mud. Mm-hmm. You're in, you're in it, yep. you know, like you're in the thick of it. Like try to take a moment and remove yourself from the thick of it and picture what it's going to look like for you mm-hmm. in one year, five mm. years, 10 years, 20 years. What is that going to look like for you? So if you have kids, you know, like, what will it look like if you stay together and what would it look like if you don't, you know, and, and not in a shameful way. You know, I know lots of people who aren't together. I am a child who my parents were divorced. And so I, I understand that it happens, you know, and what I'm saying is I think sometimes if we can remove ourselves from being in the mud yeah, and we look, then we can see the vision and go, wow, I, I do love this person. I would like to be with them in yeah. a year, five years, 10 years. I don't want to picture my life without them. It makes doing the work and getting through the mud more attainable. You're like, I can do this. Like, I want to do this. Yeah. And so kind of removing yourself from the moment. And that's hard. I'm not For saying sure. it's not hard. But it's like taking a step back and going, okay, what would it look like? What would our life look like? Mm. You know? Yeah. And remembering like... And this is hard. I mean, these are everything I'm saying I realize is like hard. Yeah. Like it's not like, okay, well that's cute. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like infidelity 
is a pain yeah. that we don't see on the outside really, like physically, like we can, like people obviously will present physical um, symptoms yeah. from pain, like from being in pain on the inside. And it can be so brutal because two have made the commitment to become one. And that commitment has experienced trauma. Yeah. So it's like any time we see trauma physically, we could see it. You know, yeah. we see trauma. Well, this has experienced trauma, Yeah. you know, in a way that is painful. So yeah. it's going to be painful. For sure. Like that's expected. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's in, when something's broken, it has to be fixed yeah. to work. Yeah. Like if you have a toy. If you have kids like us, they break a toy, it doesn't work anymore. If it's broken, it has to be fixed to work and operate. So you have to do the work to fix it. Yeah. If your check engine light is on, you need to take it to the shop (laughs) to get a diagnostic. They're going to tell you what's wrong. They're going to say, hey, this is the thing that needs to be fixed. And then you're going to go and you're going to spend lots of money and you're going to fix that thing. And it's going to, it's a lot of times when you fix it, it drives way better than it ever did. Yeah. But you never can get there unless you go and get the diagnostic done. Yeah. You got to show up, see what's wrong yeah. and then fix it. Yeah. Well, and I wrote this down. Um, so my family, like they love to restore cars. Like there's a bunch of cars, yeah, there's a, bunch a shop, of cars. right? Yep. Um, it's one of the things that when me and Julian met, I like used as like flirting. She I was like, used it so hardcore. This yeah, because our friends were getting married car. and they were taking I'm one like, of our car cars, <laughs> which happens to be my car. It's a red Pontiac, and um, <laughs> a really nice, a really nice red, red Pontiac. Pontiac. <laughs> and um, but he was school. like, "Wow, look at that car!" It's, we weren't dating; we were like just friends, barely kind of even talking barely. at the time. Yeah. And he was like, wow, that car is so nice. Oh my gosh, whose car is that? And me just, you know, like, I was six, literally 16. I was like, oh, it's my, like, casually. And he's like, haha, yeah, right. And I was like, no, it totally is. And I said, like, oh, and there's a car show this summer. You should come with me or whatever. So I guess who made the first move? You did. <laughs> anyway, so this is the point. Like, a lot of these old cars, when my family bought them or they've restored them, they or they've, like, literally bought the pieces and put them back together. Yeah. Um, they were trash before yeah, they were sure. ugly they were what you would find if you were driving down through the interstate in the, the interstate in the like because we've nowhere. moved several times and there's a car just junker on the side <laughs> of the road and you're like why is that there those kind of cars <laughs> but the thing is now those cars once they've been restored are more beautiful more valuable and more valuable people stop and look at them they admire it they admire it and so it's like that can happen in your marriage so true um sometimes restored is actually Oof. better than the original and that and what i love is like so like god to say hey the original, although, you know what, that was unfortunate, we're going to restore that and it's going to be even more beautiful than it was because that's what I want for you. And so just think like, just because it, don't mind me. I just over here crying. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> You know, with age, I feel like I cry so much now, the older I get. Well, so. and uh, yeah, keep going. True. Don't um, let my cry so stop many you. <laughs> of like, you know, like if you're a car, you know, like yeah. they're barely running. They're rusty. They don't work or they don't run. But given time, given attention yeah. and giving, given resources, they turn out better than the original. So true. But it, what does it take? It takes time. 
and I grew up in a shop. So like I didn't live in it, but I basically lived in it. I would work on the cars with, well, I sat in the car while my when dad worked you, in the car. you smelled like gasoline. <laughs> I, I'm not even, this is embarrassing to admit, but I actually like the smell of gasoline. Is that <laughs> because weird? that's what you grew up with. I don't know. But I, I love a shop smell. There's a shop smell when you go in to my parents and grandparents shop. There's a shop smell. Wow. It just is. And I remember sitting and just watching my dad work on old cars all the time. Like I just, you know, yeah. like when you do the work and so, but your, your hands get greasy. You got to like lay down there and like get underneath the hood and figure out what is going on here. What is really wrong with this car? Why isn't it running? And that's what you're going to have to do in your marriage. Yeah. Like what happened here? Yeah. Why did this happen? How did we get here? And how can we get this old thing back and better than that the was original. very beautiful. Thank you I so am, much. I am emotional right now. <laughs> if you can see oh, me, man. there are tears pouring down my face. <laughs> but I think this is the thing. Like wow. when, and I was looking up like, okay, what does it really look like to make something new, but even better? And there were words like revitalizing it, mm. refreshing it, yeah. rejuvenating it, strengthening it, and then renewing it. And I think the beautiful thing is this, like, I know that there are people listening to this that are like, we are not, we are so far from this that I can't even imagine. Yeah. And I want you to know, like, I hear, I hear you. I know right now it's turmoil and it is hard, but I also want you to know that on the other side of this, you could have the most beautiful marriage and a testimony to share to other people who walk through a yeah. season like this that will bring hope to those who need it. And so, you know, don't lose faith. Yeah, that's so true. In that. But. You don't know the effect that your marriage and restoration will have on somebody else. And so as you're getting restored, as you're going through the pain, as you're going through the mud, just remember that when you come out on the other side, there's going to be somebody else who's walked through, who's yeah. walking through what you just walked through. Yeah. And you can be a light, um, onto their path yeah. and show them the way that they should go yeah. so that they can bring restoration to their marriage as well. And there's going to be women, there's going to be women in your life that have never wanted to talk to anybody about it. And they're, they're ashamed or mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're being quiet because they don't want to be embarrassed of what happened. And you're going to be someone who they can literally lean on and go, yeah. Hey, I saw that you walked through this and I've never told anybody this, but this is what we're going through. Yeah. And you're going to be able to be the first person to sit down with them and love on them and, and pray with them and help them and, and help point them in the right direction. And the same thing with men, there's going to be men out there who were prideful, you know, <laughs> like it's hard for men to get Vulnerable. their emotions out and to talk about how they feel and what's actually going on. And you know, it's not every single man, obviously, but there's a lot of men who obviously. have a hard time with that. And you're going to be able to be a safe place for yeah. them to be like, Hey, um, like on Monday nights, I go out with a bunch of guys and there's just guys. And it's like a, such a vulnerable place because they just begin to just like share. And it's a, it's a safe place for men to share and say what's going on. And then we help each other out and push each other forward. Right. And you're going to be able to be that for somebody. You're going to be able to create a Monday night for some guy to be safe. And they're going to say, Hey, you walk through this. Yeah. What should I do? Yeah. And then you're going to be able to say, here's what I went through. Yeah. And here's what I did. Yeah. And it's going to make all the difference in the world yeah. to them just because you walk through it. 
you know, so push through, like Brittany said, push through. It's worth it. Um, You're going to come out on the other end, whether you come out stronger or not stronger, like wherever you're at, I'm telling you right now, like God has a plan for your life and you need to just stick with him and completely, completely just rely and trust him. You'll always come out stronger if you rely on God. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. With God, you will always come out stronger. Always. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like you were saying, people will be embarrassed and ashamed, but that's what the enemy would love for you to think it has only happened to you. There's oh, something wrong 100%. with you. You must have done something wrong because that will isolate you. It'll make, take you deeper into that mud, that turmoil that you're in, you know? And so being isolated, I would say being, if you're isolating yourself after this, that's one of the worst things you can do. Like still show up in community, still do the things that you need to be doing. Because when, when we stay in so much and I'm not saying just staying home, but in like where we're not talk, we're not being honest, we're not being vulnerable. Like those things can fester more. The yeah. lies become bigger <clears throat> yeah. in your mind or, you know, not saying there's not real pain, real issues, but like get, get them out. You know, that's why getting into counseling or having like, you know, I'm not saying go and post it all over Instagram. Like, Hey, <laughs> this is what happened. And, yeah. No, you know, and there might be a time that you do share. Like if you both decide like, Hey, we're going to use this as a testimony that you share really vulnerable, but in the heat of the moment, yeah, you're probably not going to go put it everywhere. Um, but being able to say like, Hey, this is what I'm walking through and it's really painful. So if you see me and I look like I need a hug, just give me a hug, hug you know, (laughs) or whatever that looks like. Um, so a few things that I want to talk about, we have an episode all about forgiveness. Um, but a few questions that people like ask or that come up or how do you really know like true repentance and really like, what that looks like and then how to have radical forgiveness. Cause here's the thing, like when you forgive someone, you know, when they've, when there's been infidelity, like it's going to take very radical forgiveness, like supernatural forgiveness where yeah. you really lean in and decide like, I'm going to forgive. Cause that's what I'm called to do is yeah. forgive. I mean, we have an episode all about forgiveness. I think it was only a few back. We'll put it in the show notes. So don't forget, put it in the show notes. Put it in um, the show notes. But we talk about like that forgiveness is, isn't forgetting. It's not moving backwards and it's not weakness. And that's the thing. I think often we're like, oh, but if I forgive, like I'm moving backwards or I'm letting them get away with it. Um, But it's freeing. It's actually a step forward and it's very brave, you know? And so listen to that episode about forgiveness and, um, you know, because obviously if you, you're going to have that decision, like, am I going to forgive? And and we're called to forgive. And I know that's hard and gets muddy and tricky and sticky and all the things. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's hard to know if it's true or repent. Like we don't get to decide because we don't know someone's heart. Yeah. But a few things is, you know, if they are taking full responsibility yeah. without blaming or pointing fingers, um, doesn't minimize or justify yeah. or manipulate yeah. their past wrongs. And they're showing empathy towards those they've wronged. Yeah. Um, and they're willing to do whatever it takes, no matter how hard it is to yeah. earn the trust back. Um, those are good. Those are green flags. Yeah. Those are all green flags. Um, yeah. And doesn't make themselves a victim of their own, you yeah. know, sin. Um, I don't know what it is, but you've been making me cry lately. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, such a good episode. Are you I mean, crying again? No, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you sure? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. But like, if this is you, we're going to let him. <sighs> okay. So recap, make sure you get into counseling, like find a counselor. We cannot stress yeah. this enough. I know we say it all of the time, but we say it because we believe in it and we know that it has made such a huge impact for, um, the couples yes. that we've seen walk through this, yes. um, lean in to your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, both, both of you are going to have to make the decision yeah, together, have the same goal, have the same goal, make the yeah. same decision to move forward. Time is going to pass no matter what you do. Yeah. So it's so important to do the work now. Yeah. Don't wait, don't yeah. sit, uh, don't wish it away because it's not going to just yeah. go away by wishing it away. You have yeah. to take advantage of the time that you have right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, making sure in that, when you find out that original, when you sit down original disclosure, like being completely upfront. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you're deciding to move forward, like moving forward. Does that mean it's not going to come up? Of course not. But it means that you're making a decision each day. Like I'm, we're moving forward. We're not going to stay in this. Have radical repentance, have radical forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah. Cause it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yep. You know? Um, and think of the life that you've shared and that you have loved and, and recall the goodness. I mean, the thing is, is recalling goodness about your spouse, the person that you do love, it will help soften your heart. And I do remember the one thing that, um, we, this couple that we, you know, talked to one of the things he said is he was like, I would, I could picture myself standing outside of my house looking in the window and seeing, you know, my wife, my ki- my grown kids, my grandkids, and I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. And they, I got left behind. Yeah. And so knowing like that is a reality. If sure. this, if it isn't restoration and moving forward, like yeah. you will be on the outside looking in. And that was, he said that was a big wake up call for him to realize like my actions I mean, they do have consequences and, you know, there is forgiveness and, and restoration and, and that's the route that they chose. But he knew like, I, this could be what happens if I continue to live yeah. the way that I've been living. Um, you know, so think, I mean, I think it's like important, like I said, like take a step back and look and go, what does it look like in a year, five, 10, 15, 20 and so on, um, years, so you true. know? So, yeah. And then look at your marriage like a car. (laughs) Sometimes it may not look pretty, but restoring it, old rusty bumper might just turn into the most beautiful thing in the world. And you're going to be able to show it off and show people how, what you did, how beautiful it is. And one day you're going to be driving that thing and you're going to be married together, just driving and living a good life together. Well, and that restoration is possible. Yeah. Um, it's possible. And it's in no redemption how hard it looks. and we see it time and time again. And it really is, it's the heart of God for our lives, for our marriages, for relationships is to see them be restored, revitalized better than ever, yeah. you know, new, fresh, not stale or stagnant. Cause that, that isn't what, that's not what he wants for you or for yeah. anybody. <clears throat> um, you know, so believing in that, yeah. believing when you can't see it. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on Young, Dumb, and Love. I hope that we have been a help 
to you, that we've encouraged you to have a better marriage and that you can grow together and stay strong together and revitalize and restore what was there once before. And if you have any questions, make sure you put them in the DMs, put them right below. Um, also, if you have any titles or not titles, but if you have any topics, titles. if you have any topics that you want us to talk Topic about, ideas, questions, yeah, questions, anything like that, make sure you're, you uh, put it in the notes, put it in our DMs, you do whatever you can. You can email us at info at But we're so grateful that you guys are a part of our community. Until and next we'll time. And we'll see you next week.